Hello, likely non-existent listener. We begin this very special episode of the Gem Girls podcast, not with a greeting, as per Splugeal, but with a warning. <laughs> For while we normally talk smack about the worst cartoons born out of the 1980s, with a very special focus on the best worst among them all, Gem and the Holograms, today we are talking about a far, far, far worst piece of media <laughs> that is, and no hyperbole here, Almost too unbearable to watch, <laughs> truly. This is the Gem and the Holograms movie. Yeah. Yeah. Will any of us survive so the experience? Uh, yeah, no, it's no. so bad that probably not. But it is our solemn duty to talk all things Gem, even if it kills us. I am one half of your hostly duo, who always keeps it tight, even when contrite. <laughs> or if it's Jones. <laughs> And I'm Hakuna Matitis, and I'm breaking off the chastity belt in this lesson on self-chastisement. Um, Does it work? Which, no, but whatever. <laughs> no, it makes no sense. Um, but as mentioned, today we are talking about the Hated by Gem fans and pretty much everyone else 2015 reboot of Gem and the Holograms. And it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, described by some bitch on the internet as a sci-fi drama film, which... It was neither Psy nor Phi. Yeah. So, was this person smoking crack? Yeah, so this was literally pulled from the one positive review I could find from the movie. And I'm pretty sure it's some, like, native advertising sponsored content shit that, like, Netflix paid another website to write a positive review about Gem and the Holograms when this movie was streaming on Netflix. Because the article <laughs> ends with... Gem and the Holograms is a hidden gem on Netflix. Stream it now. And I'm like, okay, bitch. You're being <laughs> paid for this nonsense. Yeah, I never want to stream it ever. No, no, no. This no. is really bad. Um, so, yeah, it was directed by John M. Chu, who apparently used to direct Justin Bieber music videos, which is pretty fucking fitting, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, the movie is also notable for only costing about $5 million to make but then only raking in, like, $2 million globally, so it was a flop. It was a flop. Like, around the world, it only made $2 million. That's shameful. It performed so bad that Universal actually pulled the movie from theaters only two weeks after its initial release. In what one reporter called an unheard-of move for a movie that was in theaters nationwide. Unheard-of. Um, it was really breaking ground. Uh... So if that doesn't paint you a portrait of just how bad this movie is, maybe this will. It's a film Variety calls inexplicably embarrassed by its roots. A motion picture described by the New York Times as to be merely tossing ideas into the pot that it thinks might appeal to nine-year-olds. Which is so accurate. Uh, And to further beat a dead horse, Time Out said of this movie... Every line, every twist, and every note of music feels painstakingly focus-grouped. Um, mm, that's yeah. like a flattering review of I, this, to be yeah. honest. Because like, it seems like one guy who consulted nobody made this. <laughs> one guy who consulted like one seven-year-old girl, was, which was like, <laughs> hey, do you like music? And she's like, yes. And that was it. Right. Um, one reviewer, who was admittedly being hella extra, said the movie, quote, took advantage of its fan base by exploiting their support for the original show. (laughs) Okay, relax. Exactly. And is a further quote, an insult to all of them. I mean, like, so one... Wow. 
true and accurate, but also relax, Kate. That's Kate Erbland, by the way. Uh, and Erbland? yes, Erbland is her name. Uh, I, I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that correctly because I don't know how, how else, else could you, you pronounce it exactly. <laughs> um, and yes, she is just some white bitch. Uh, so the nickname Kate Very Bland Erbland definitely works. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry, Kate. You're probably too busy being an actual entertainment reporter to really care anyways. Yeah, that's true. We're nobody that you care to hear talk about anything. But, yeah, Erblan, get up in our DMs if you want. Erblan? Erbuddy's bland. Yeah, Erbuddy bland in the Erblan fan. (laughs) Erblan if you do, Erblan if you don't. Yeah, we gotta get Kate Erbland up on the pod now. We have to. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she deserves a seat at the table. Exactly. Um, but basically, this movie rejects all the zaniness that makes Gem wonderful and crams it full of social media allegory and teen angst. And while it almost makes some sort of solid point about digital interconnectedness or some shit, some the movie never sticks the landing in any shape, way, or form. This movie also may have ruined Juliette Lewis's career. She plays a female Eric Raymond, creatively named Erica Raymond, which honestly... Go ahead. Okay, one, why they made Eric into a woman is beyond any logic. Don't know why. And also, two, um, it made remembering Jerrica and Erica very difficult. That is very true. Very (laughs) true. It added, yeah, it added nothing to anything and made it more confusing. No. Um, but yeah, like it may have ruined Juliet's career, Juliet Lewis's career, because we haven't really seen her in very much since. But actually, I didn't write this. You wrote this, Orvis. Yeah. And she was in Yellow Jackets. Oh, was she? Okay, well, I, yeah. I, good for her. Good for her. I, I haven't seen her in a movie recently. It's true. It's true. But um, yeah, on that high note, let's let's get into it, I guess. Yeah, let's get into this um, movie that, yeah, truly is hated by everybody. So I saw this movie oh in theaters. God. I was one of the two people who saw it in theaters. <laughs> um, were you with someone or were I you I forced like, my boyfriend people? at the time to go, uh, to go watch it. It was us in the theater and then a mom <laughs> and her two kids. And the mom definitely forced the two daughters to go watch it. I don't think they had a good time either. <laughs> at least we got like we got stoned and watched it at least i don't think these little girls were hot it's not even so bad it's funny stoned though like, exactly it's really not it's just terrible it's it's pretty rough it's pretty fucking cringy so we open with like an internet video montage which is a running theme throughout this movie i feel like 40 percent of the Ugh. movie is clips from youtube right and it's just so of the time you know, yeah. like, ooh, social media is a thing. Like, ooh, uh, you know, the dangers or like virtues of it. Is it dangerous or, you know, is it good? Yeah, I what is know. real? Who am I? Facebook walls. That, yeah. that, was, that was a real <laughs> dated element of like Facebook walls. I was like, oh, right. They used to call it that. Uh, right. And, and you, it's like, she, I'm just saying, like, you know, if they made this movie today, it would be like TikTok instead of like YouTube or whatever. I don't know if anyone would talk so earnestly about the internet anymore. That is true. It's like pretty passe. Yeah. Anyway, this girl is talking, Jerrica is like narrating over this, you know, montage of YouTube videos of bitches playing like a horribly bland, generic top 40 hit on various instruments. 
She's like, after, you know, you know, Facebook, you make your life look perfect online, but then like you need something to hide behind and it's not really you. Like what is, yeah, like you said, what is real? Who am I? It's like, bitch, shut up. Yeah, like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> like you're fucking how old? Uh, to the, you're, right. You're not but speaking. But also how old? Yeah. <laughs> Unclear. Unclear. That is fair. She might be 14. She could be 24. I don't know. At least they're keeping that element consistent with the original cartoon. That is true. That is true. Uh, And so this is like, you're getting the sense that she's doing this vlogging. It's like kind of like a, like she's in the future talking about past events. So then we go into the actual uh, backstory and we're in Pine View, California. Uh, Sure. Sure. I've heard of it. No, I don't know. I don't uh, care. Yeah, I don't care. And we learned that Kimber and Jerrica moved there 10 years ago with their aunt Bailey, played by Molly Ringworm, Molly Ringwald, uh, <laughs> and her two foster kids, Asia and Shayna. Uh, Asia? Aja. Stop. It's Aja. Aja, I know. Uh, it's just, I, I saw Shayna and I was like, oh, Asia and Shayna? It's not. It's Aja. Um, and one aunt Bailey, I feel, is very queer coded. Like, aunt Bailey hella queer death's a lesbian i mean she's single and has a house and two foster girls so that's gay as fuck it's pretty fucking gay um and i will say like listen the movie's terrible but the casting outside of a few characters is not bad like i actually kind of liked uh shane and Aja. yeah i mean i i found that I mean, Jerrica aside, who was fucking insufferable, another, you know, thing in common with mm-hmm. the original. Um, yeah, I feel like they blew all of their budget, all $5 million, and all the celebrity cameos, and on big names like Juliette Lewis yeah, and yeah, Hailey yeah. Kiyoko. No, but and... Hailey Kiyoko wasn't a big deal back then. Like, she was definitely a nobody. Uh, interesting. That's why she's playing Audra, who's like a second-tier character. And Aubrey, Audrey Peoples? Audrey Peoples. She plays, <laughs> which honestly, now that I say it, sounds like a nobody. Yeah, all but... peoples. Yeah, she plays Jerrica. Yeah, but who? Okay, anyway, is she someone? She's not. I've heard she... that name before. I think you're maybe thinking Aubrey Plaza. No, I'm thinking Aubrey People. Oh. <laughs> or maybe I saw that name and I was like, what the fuck kind of last name is People? Yeah, listen, I don't know that people. Um, <laughs> but she has, so I, I actually did some IMDb and like the cast, like where are they now? And she has been consistently in mostly TV stuff. So she has been working. Haley She's Kyoko, a musician. Oh, is she? Good for her. Um, she is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she actually can sing. I think like, you know, in going, doing some research into the, into the movie, they made sure whoever played Jericho or whatever could, like, actually sing and stuff. Uh, the girl who plays Kimber has been in stuff. Um, where are where we at with Shayna? Yeah, she's been in some, uh, not as much stuff. Yeah, I... She was in an episode of Westworld. In an episode of a show I've never seen with, like, many seasons. Listen, you know what? It's hard <laughs> for a Shayna. Um, but anyway, yeah, all these, uh, bitches are in the house, and, um, so there are some differences, one, uh, them living with Molly Ringwald, their aunt, um, and, like, the original, Jerrica's dad, Emmett, uh, has died recently, but he was also, like, 
kind of a zany, eccentric inventor, which is consistent with the original. And um, yeah, she, we kind of foreshadow synergy a little bit. And she talks about how he was creating his or like greatest invention, but he died before completing it. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, I think she even alludes to it here. It, like it was like S one. N three R G Y and her dad called it like synergy. I was like, oh, okay, sure, um, <laughs> sure, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, so that's like all the backstory. Then we go to the present time, which might also be a flashback slash what even is time. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> and this is where we get like you know the the group dynamic. Kimber loves filming stuff and being on the internet because I guess she's younger or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Aja is like the badass hacker klepto and Shayna likes fashion, which is, I, I enjoy how they characterize Shayna with the one character trait that defines her also <laughs> in the cartoon, which is like, oh yeah, she likes fashion or something. Right, because they gave her no lines. No lines. I can't, like, I at least remember something Aja has said, but like Shayna, no. Yeah. They're just yeah. like, you're here for diversity, just like she is on the original. Yeah, yeah. Pretty true. Pretty true. Um, no Anthony no Anthony Julian, though, and he was sorely missed. Yeah, no Tony Jules action, it's true. I would have loved some Tony <laughs> Jules up in this mess. That would have been, like, so messy. I would have loved it. <laughs> oh, my God. So many missed opportunities in this film. This movie, like, is... Um, yeah, it's... <laughs> the encapsulation of missed opportunity in onto, onto the concept itself. Cause I don't know if it's like apparent to you yet, listener, if you're really even there. <laughs> um, but they really try to like make the whole gem story much more like realistic, I guess, which yeah. doesn't work. The like one, no, the best part about gem is like, it's fucking off the rails, batch insane. Uh, <laughs> And that zaniness is, like, lost for all this, like, teen angst and, you know, introspection and trying to make it more grounded in, like, quote-unquote reality. It's just, it's not a fun time. And it's not, like, it's not fun. No, it's really not fun to watch. It, like, really falls flat. The only thing they seem to highlight is Jerrica's sad about her father. Like, that's... And, like, Jerrica doesn't know who she is. Right, But, like, right. not even in a fun way. She's yeah. not, like, cheating on Rio with herself. Exactly. And Rio knows who she is. Yeah. So there's... And there's no magical holograms. <laughs> she's not transforming. Like, I mean, she wears a wig and shit, whatever. Uh, she's more, yeah, she's more sad than she is, like, crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, she cries a lot. A lot of fucking tears from this lady. Um, I miss I miss the Je- Jerrica that dissociates from her emotions. Exactly, and then manipulates people to her own ends. <laughs> That's the Jerrica I know and love. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's perfect as she is, you know? Perfectly problematic. Yeah, perfectly problematic Jerrica Benton. Um, I never thought I would say that. Like, this makes the movie, this makes the TV series look like a masterpiece. It's true. It's true. Um, Also, like, we'll learn later that Erica Raymond is the head of Starlight Music. They also remove Jem's connection to Starlight Music and her father having a music studio, which, um, I mean, I kind of thought about this when I was watching it, and I've, I've definitely heard other people say it as well, that they really took away from Jerrica, the gem, Jerrica gem character, like her actual autonomy. Cause she, in the show, she's 
the head, she's like the executive of a record company while also being a rock star, while also being, you know, <laughs> the head matron of a fucking orphanage. Like, listen, it's a lot of things, but she was, you know, an 80s businesswoman. In this, she's a teen who doesn't necessarily know herself, is kind of like moved around a chessboard, and doesn't have that, you know, control or power influence over things that she does in the show. Right, but I will say that through all of the messaging from her father, like, you know, make your own destiny, it's up to you, all that stuff, they are trying to give her agency in the end to make principled decisions the way that she wants to. You're right, you're right. And they're, you're right. And I guess that is a kind of a character arc. But from the get-go, at least, you know, Jer Bear in my books is like an overworked, (laughs) 20-something who doesn't have time for, like, emotions and bullshit, and that's why she lies to everyone all the time. Right. Yeah, and we like that aspect of her. Yeah. And so we learned at the beginning of this movie that another key difference is that Jerrica is the songwriter, not Kimber. Right, right, right. Well, so there is some sort of allusion to Kimber being into music because she wants to film some sort of music video and, like... She wants to do something like musical or like, and all the girls are involved in music. There's like this really, really cringy scene where they're all <laughs> arguing and then Aunt Gay or Aunt Flo, whatever his name is, her name is, like comes in. She's like, girls, girls. All right, everyone relax. Like Kimber hit a, like hit a C and she like, you know, har- and they all harmonize to like resolve the conflict. And uh. I was, it was rough to watch, dude. It was real rough to watch. <laughs> Why is this happening? That's what I said yeah, many times. Exactly. Many times. Exactly. Um, so they're all musically inclined, but they do make a point of sh- showcasing that Jerrica writes her own music and is, yeah, writing a, lyrics in a diary and all that kind of crap. Yeah. So the key source of tension, apart from the Erica Raymond stuff and the record deal that we'll get into later, is the fact that the aunt is about to lose the house. Right. And. Right. Yeah, like she's her clothing store isn't doing very well. Dude, they never no, no no they never say what the store is called. They only <laughs> refer to it as the store, and it's like, bitch, what are you selling? Right. <laughs> so the aunt is doing very well, and Jerrica finds this out because she, you know, commits mail fraud or whatever crime by opening someone else's mail, right. um, not her own, and learns via that piece of mail that they're going to lose the house and she's worried that all the girls will be separated. Yes. Because um, they're teens, I guess? Yeah, Although... I guess. Yeah, it's unclear. They all look the same age, which is also confusing. Uh, particularly the Kimber Jerrica element. Um, but, I don't know. They gotta be close to like 16, 17. And at that point, what, they're going to be in the system for like maybe a year? Like, relax. Aunt Gay, you know? <laughs> I know. Um, well, it was really Jerrica blowing it out of proportion. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so then the we get one of many... Like, I feel like this movie is like a series of montages or a series of like things <laughs> happening with like high-tempo music played over it because the girls go do a music video uh, that Kimber wants to do. And this is the part where I was like, oh, okay. Aunt Gay is definitely gay because who has a bajillion wigs in her garage that you could just fucking, like, find a a thousand of them? Anyways. um, And then 
this is where we learn like Jerrica has like crippling internet shyness. I think is how it's described or something, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Oh my god! Uh, so she doesn't want to participate in the music video that they're doing as a group, but then later she records herself playing one of her own like original tracks, uh, and then somehow is unable to delete the video because the bitch doesn't understand how to press okay or something. And then Kimber uploads it (laughs) up on YouTube and it becomes a viral sensation for reasons. Like instantly. Very convenient since they're about to get evicted. But anyway. Anyways. And it was like, I don't, this is not how YouTube works. I don't think this like video from a random account would instantly get this many views. But regardless... Uh, viral sensation, uh, everyone's resonating to it or something. I don't know. Yeah, and at some point, we this is where we're introduced to Erica Raymond, who's talking to some interview dude on YouTube, and everyone's speculating about who is Jem. So it's basically the talk of the internet. People want to know who this random bitch is with the sad song that really sucks. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, who's that sad girl? <laughs> Right? With, like, weird makeup. So, Jerrica starts freaking out, but then Erica Raymond, you know, gets in contact with them, offers them three shows. With Jerrica making the point of, like, listen, I'll do it, but only if, like, my sisters are part of it. They're, like, my band. Erica Raymond is initially like, oh, I don't, I just want you. Like, fuck these other broads. But then Jerrica's like, no, 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 no. Um, and then they like kind of they kind of make an unofficial deal. Uh, the next day, right. Zipper appears at the door. I like how we get a Zipper ref. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, he could have been more of a street urchin type. Like he could have been a little bit sketchier. It's true. He was more <laughs> limousine driver than he was, you know, meth head. But right, like I need a Zipper who will like shank me with a rusty shiv in the in a back alley somewhere yeah for like little to no reason like he's right always <laughs> ready to do it that's the zipper i want on my screen as um i do with a rat tail with a rat tail obviously i mean come on um yeah and this is i mean if only it would have been fun to see an eric raymond zipper dynamic like on the big screen if only for the fact yes. that like you know the gayness of it all. Right. Like, I needed Eric Raymond to be there so that, I don't know, he had ten- sexual tension with Rio. But it turns out Erica Raymond is Rio's mom in this universe. Yeah, which was a weird like, choice. Ugh. Weird choice. Weird choice. Um, also, to, you know, <laughs> critically analyze things even further, Eric Raymond as a villain works. Because he's like an embodiment of capitalism, but also patriarchally controlled capitalism. Erica Raymond makes it seem like, you know, it's like kind of pitting put pitting women against women, which I I always don't like to, I don't like to see on my screen as. Right. <laughs> yeah, she was like the kind of woman who's like don't eat this cuz you'll get fat, like, you know, a moment on the lips is a lifetime on the hips. Which I mean, bitch, that is know? true though. <laughs> to be fair, that is an accurate statement. Yeah, I mean, she could have had more schemes. She was just, like, a standard record executive. Yeah, and not necessarily evil. Like, I thought all the things she was doing and saying was, like, 
generally justified for a woman like running a business you know what i mean yeah especially because she scooped these kids out of nowhere they have no formal training don't know anything about the industry and yeah she's trying to get a buck yeah exactly i do like her entrance outfit she's wearing silver leggings a giant fur coat and giant hoop earrings and it's (laughs) i mean choices were made um, I actually thought Juliette Lewis looked pretty good in this movie. No, no, I, I agree. Like, I actually like the outfit. Like, it's extra as fuck, but it's it's pretty good. Um, and yeah, yeah Juliette Lewis. But this is what I, also what I was what I was alluding to earlier. Like, the cast, for the most part, Rio excluded, works with what they have. Yeah, I thought she did a pretty good job of like embodying what they needed her to embody, but she was just not given good material. Exactly, exactly. Um, in this initial scene where she comes up to the suburban house, she also gives like very strong like predator grooming vibes, which, I mean, yeah, it was there. Um, I also like how she, did. she really did. I also like how she describes the dismal mediocrity of suburbia, which is also very accurate. Yeah. Um. Well, at one point. Yeah, Erica on online messages Jerrica, and this is where Jerrica's like, I'm going to have, you know, my band, and that's that. And Erica re- replies, my, you're a feisty one. I was like, that sounds so creepy. It does sound pretty fucking creepy. Um, but anyway, I... So, shit yeah, happens. some shit happens. They eventually make their way from Pineview, California, may or may not exist, to L.A. where we get to Starlight Music. Um, that's where we, we meet Rio, originally introduced as the college intern, without purple hair or mad queer vibes, which sucks. <laughs> I know, but he was annoying he and was, self-righteous. That's true. He was, I did hate him the most. So I guess that worked. <laughs> that was still in check. Um, and... They arrive and they're basically kind of given a style makeover, which I don't know if you caught the like the st- like Erica's style henchman. His name was Esteban in the sh- in the movie, and he was easily my favorite character. He was like such a queen, and I loved him. I barely remember. There were like some random dudes affiliated. I think there was a Brad. Um, Did he make there bread? was some like random. No, he didn't make bread. Because you can't spell bread without bread. Did you know that? Exactly. Exactly. I think you got that fact from me. I Where are the receipts, lady? <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess this whole scene, this whole like Erica and Zipper like storming in, being creepy, um, is, you know, if the aunt was concerned about losing the kids, like, I feel like this is a surefire way to lose a kid. Send them off with this guy named Zipper. Yeah, and a lady <laughs> like who a fucking... just appeared on your lawn. Uh, right. That is true. That is true. Um, anyways, back in to flash forward in L.A., we get another montage. They're doing a whole makeover thing. Um, this is where I realized the Aubrey Peoples of the people um, <laughs> looks like kind of a low-rent Kristen Stewart. She does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's there. Uh, I love Kristen Stewart, actually. some white bitch. Just, like, yeah. Some white bitch with angular features and very large eyes. Yes. Uh, Um, So after all the makeover bullshit, they get taken to Starlight Mansion, which is apparently owned by Erica in this gemverse. Rio is also staying there, which is like, all right, sure, whatever. 
And he's being the worst by laying out these rules. No drinking, smoking, or going out after curfew. Like, what? Which, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Also, how old are you, Rio? <laughs> right? How old is anyone? How old is Jerrica? I'm so confused. I'm very confused. But Jer- yeah, Jerrica and Rio, off the bat, have a moment. Um, a moment that I didn't care for, but they did, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he was like, also, like, negging her, like, pretty hard. Yes. Uh, um, anyway, so they get so, yeah. into Starlight Mansion, and as they're settling in, this is when Synergy starts activating or glowing or something because Jerrica brought this like what was what what she thought was like this unfinished final masterpiece from her father. Why she brought it with her, we don't really know. I guess she maybe sentimental value, but it starts glowing or something. And listen. Turning Synergy from, like, a badass jazzercise ghost robot or ghost <laughs> computer program into, like, a robot eyeball wheel was, like, not a good choice. Like, I love an eyeball, but, like, not in this context. Oh, my God. Synergy was the biggest insult to the entire series and franchise. Like, Synergy is the baddest bitch. I love that random, like church organ meets computer meets like armoire like right right meets like lego (laughs) fun set that you can just put all the pieces together really easily yeah i miss that synergy yeah that's the synergy that i'm here for i don't like this like wall-e or i guess maybe more of an eve inspired eyeball robot anyways so it starts popping off in the middle of the night, and this is where we learn, like, oh, okay, there are missing pieces, let's go on a scavenger hunt, which is a major plot thread through the entire movie. Right, well, okay, so the first time Synergy does a thing and, like, casts a hologram, I guess, of random coordinates on the ceiling, Jerrica's like, hey, Aja, you're a genius, where is this? And she's like, oh, it's those, like, a uh, fucking... Things at this specific location by the piers. Like, how do you know that? Well, she. Ex- how do you know that? Well, she explains. She actually literally says it. She's like, it's a latitude and longitude, which is like, I mean, you don't need to be a very smart person to know <laughs> what latitude and longitude is. Yeah, and it's a lat- latitude and longitude. Like, there's so many of those. But anyway, <laughs> um, what? <laughs> I'm saying, how did she just know off the bat exactly what it was? Oh, well, I think, like, I don't know, at least when I was watching it, I assumed I maybe she had her, I thought she just Google mapped it and was like, oh yeah, this is oh, where it is. such a genius. Yeah, exactly, which I was like, I feel like anyone in the room could have done that. Anyways, um, they're led to, like, Santa Monica Pier where, I don't know, some shit happens and they find a piece of synergy. And that- Yeah, there's <laughs> singing pipes. Singing, singing pipes, pipes. They, like, whatever. Sure, they're it was singing the same song Synergy was singing. Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. Also, most of the movie, anytime they're traveling anywhere, they're doing these like Google Map transitions, which I'm like, oh, okay, they're really cutting corners and like saving on the budget here. <laughs> I know. Uh, so they do wow. that like escape room nonsense. They solve the clue with some pipes, and they get the <laughs> next clue for the scavenger hunt, and then you know. 30-year-old Rio comes through because, like, hey, you're breaking curfew, and that's when the police show up, so they all dive into the water. 
And then it leads in. And Synergy, with Synergy. Right. And I was like, oh, she's waterproof? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess, yeah. like, with their phones and everything, and everything's totally fine. Sure. Yeah, and so Rio, as he's like, oh, I have an escape route, like, the water puts his, like, jacket into, like, a plastic bag, which I was like, dude, if you're submerging yourself into water, I don't think that's going to do that much. Yeah, I, I don't know. And also, how convenient for you that you can, like, protect your shit with a plastic bag, but they all, everyone else, like, can't benefit yeah. from that. Yeah, anyways, this leads us into maybe the worst scene in the movie. <laughs> truly, truly <laughs> cringeworthy. It's really hard to say. It's, yeah, no. it's, like, cringe killworthy because they, um, like, you know, get out of the water, they're on the beach, and for some reason they all start singing and it's Ugh. real bad. It like it starts bad, but then progressively gets worse because <laughs> Rio joins in, and then he starts beatboxing. But then Synergy starts beatboxing, and I was really like all in camps in caps. Like I can't. I simply can't right now. <laughs> yeah, I literally could not. I was like, yeah, I wrote. Cue impromptu acapella song that makes me want to die. Yeah, die. Emphasis um, on death. <laughs> anyway. But I do want to say, I, I do want to say, yeah, yeah, everyone can sing in the mix or whatever. But um, a homeless lady does tell them to shut yes. up. And she is my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> me too. I was like, lady, that is... So relatable. Very relatable. You tell you're saying what everyone is thinking. So yeah, basically they find the coordinates to the other piece of synergy, which happens to be at um, the open air club where they're performing. Then some shit happens. Jeff's hair <laughs> remains awful. Uh, yeah, so they, they they're playing the open air club, and this is like after Erica Raymond does like a press conference, like announcing Jem. I think, like, Rio yeah. had to pull some strings to get into the open-air club because they knew that's where the scavenger hunt was leading. Anyways, also, I have a note here, like, why do I hate Kimber's face so much? You know what I mean? Like, her face was a circle. <laughs> I thought Kimber was cute. She I actually was... wished for more Kimber than Audrey Peoples. Listen, uh, there were many people. There were too many peoples in the room. It's true. Um... <laughs> I wanted to see more Aja and Shayna. I like those two actresses more. But regardless, so um, they're at the open air club and they're playing uh, their, 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 I don't know, their new hit single, which is a Hilary Duff song. And one of the lyrics is they refer to the Indian summer. And I was like, oh, is that a problematic term? <laughs> well, fortunately, so few people watch this that, like, I'm sure no one got offended. Right, 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 right. Uh, so, and this was yeah, also, like, I guess back when Hillary Duff was still releasing music, maybe? I don't fucking know. Um, this song is called Young Blood, if you want to look it up. Uh, it's like... I don't. Oh, no? No, I really don't. Oh, okay. I never, like, I, that song made me want to die again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of death-worthy moments in this show, in this movie. Um, and so as they're performing, like, the power goes out, and so they do a whole, like, lift your phones up, give us a beat, which I was like, how can they clap their hands and give you a beat when their phones are up and they're holding them, Gem? But... Also, when you give a cue of, like, white teenagers or preteens, give me a beat, 
you're not only going to get many different beats, but they're all going to be offbeat somehow. Right, of course. Because white people can't keep a beat. <laughs> it's literally not in our DNA. <laughs> anyway, Erica is impressed by how Jerrica, you know, figures it out and entertains right, the crowd right, right, regardless. Right. Um, but yeah, her hair was awful in this scene, I just have to say. Like, it was such a big comb over. I was like, bitch, what are you doing? It was pretty rough, it's true. Uh, also, in this scene, a lot of, like, so this movie's actually, like, two hours. <laughs> um, which is astounding. Anyways, also in this scene, <laughs> Jerrica, like, realized that her dad's guitar is on the wall of this venue, so she, like, walks over as she's performing and takes the guitar and uses it in the show and then finds the next synergy scavenger hunt clue. Uh, yeah, okay, but we never established at all the father's connection to music. I'm just going to say that. Oh, zero percent. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't really learn much about the father at all outside of the fact that he spends a lot of time in his creepy-ass basement talking to a video camera. Or something. We don't necessarily ever learn who's recording these things. Also, where's Jerrica's mom at? Probably buried underneath the fucking basement. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Emmett Benton deranged as ever. Yes. Um, yeah, and also he, you know, it is consistent in some ways because, like in the original movie, all of this stuff is directed solely towards Jerrica. Right. Kimber is mentioned in none of these videos. None of these videos. Like, oh, you know, maybe Jer- maybe Kimber will be sad about her dead father. Nope, don't care. No, yeah, she he really does, like, not pay her no mind. And I, I kind of explained that away because maybe, like, I think they alluded to Kimber being a baby, like, when her dad died, which also makes no sense. It's only been 10 years, so how old is Kimber? Two? Like, 12? Um... <laughs> Anyway, so I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't really really have a relationship with Kimber yet outside of being an infant. But also still, it is your child. Anyway. Anyway, um, so um, we have this performance and then everyone's going nuts for Jen. This is where we get a lot of like these like um, celebrity cameos. We get a Jimmy Fallon one. The Rock is there. Chris Pat Pratt is there. Um, yeah. They're all raving about Jer- Jem. Yeah. Germ. 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 Um, something tells me these are all, like, universal actors, or maybe actors under, like, Universal Studios contracts, so they're like, just do this fucking quick 30-second video, and we'll, I don't know, not break your legs? I don't know. I also love how fictional Jimmy Fallon is also extremely annoying. Yeah, yeah, and completely unnecessary. <laughs> Like, why the fuck are you here? Yeah. Alicia Keys was there, which I was like, bitch has like hundreds of million dollars. Like, I'm just shocked. Me I'm just shocked. Too. I was thinking maybe Alicia Keys is just like, she liked Jem. Maybe she was just like a stan, you know? I'm thinking maybe they manipulated the video to make it sound like she's saying Jem. Because at times it didn't like really sound oh. like she was saying Jem. Like she was like, Jem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of video manipulation, so throughout this movie, there are a lot of, like, fucking YouTube clips and stuff, and there are also parts yeah. after, like, this is maybe actually the part of the movie where we get all these fans talking about how Jem has changed their life or whatever. Ugh, Apparently, the studio, what they did was they asked, you know, the fandom, record videos of yourself talking about, like, the impact Jem has had on your life. And it was allegedly for a contest, if I remember correctly. 
and then they included it in the movie, and there was all this controversy over the fact that like, these fans didn't really give consent to their videos being used in a Hollywood film. Oh my god. Yeah, so also really cutting corners with that. They weren't, they weren't even paying actors to film those videos. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, at one point, like in that mix, we get some elder gay yeah. who is talking. Oh, like, of course, I know. I was like, of course, who the is gay talking about Stan how he Jim. wants, like, out of everyone in the universe, he would love to have a glass of wine with Jeff. I was like, oh, I was like, what? Honey, no. <laughs> that is. I don't even know where to begin with that one. If anyone, I would have a glass of wine or like. Maybe toss a Molotov cocktail with Zipper. Right, right, right. I'd, I'd have a night on the town with Zipper. For sure, for sure, for sure. You might not survive, but it'd be memorable. Uh, I would, Right, I, for as long as you have memories. Exactly. Which might be like an hour. Yeah, it would be a night to forget, basically. Uh, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't, yeah, like a night with like Jerrica Benton slash Jem. No thank you, ma'am or sir. Right. So, at some point, like, we get a Rio body shot. Right, right, um, right. Which, like, yeah. was one of the few saving graces of the yeah. film. At least they showcased some female gaze. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not right. talking about fucking Molly Ringworm. <laughs> anyway, Jerrica sees him, is turned on, talks about identity problems. He's like, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Gem is all these amazing things. She's a diamond in the rough. She's so beautiful she's so cool she's a rock star and jerica's like oh like i'm just chopped liver she didn't say that but she said that in the original and he was like no no i love you too you're dependable and oh uh, right 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 know, right 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 normal see that's just a regular gal exactly that's what we're missing here the condescending comments from rio <laughs> where you're really like wow you're saying this to your girlfriend right now <sighs> yeah i miss that but yeah so Jerry, uh, real lo- like really likes Jem, Jerica, yeah, Jerica, the real her, the real her. Anyway. Right, anyways, that's the point. Erica is gets mad at Rio, being like, "She is our business. Don't like dip your pen in company ink." Which, like, sure, yeah, honestly, like sense. fair comment. Also, Jerica seems like she may or may not be underage. We don't know her age. Uh, we really we don't. really don't. She could be 16 and Rio's in college. He could be fucking like 21. That's creepy. Right. Um, so yeah, through all of this, Erica is still pushing for Jem to go solo. And Jerica pushes back because they're her sisters and loyalty and friendship or yeah, some bullshit. whatever. But I think she does, she does sign the contract as she learns from, um, Auntie Gay that uh, the house is even more in a more eco- like financially precarious <laughs> position, so she's really got to get some money. More evicted. Yeah, 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 yeah. The store is still not doing well. Whatever the store <laughs> may or may not be. Anyway, bitch signs the contract, and then we have like a long period of like big regret, big tears, big loneliness. Right. Let's, big let's lonely really... energy. And yeah. So I, we we have this like solo Jeb performance show, which. I do remember being stowed at the movie theater, like this performance they gave, like the backup dancers and like Jeb sitting solo. It was actually kind of like cool to see on my screen as. Yeah, it was the maybe the only part of visual interest. Exactly. It was very like Jem meets Sia. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, the background dancers were good. The stage was pretty cool. Um, yeah, Jem was whatever. Yeah, Jem was whatever. She, she always, always is, is, exactly. So the her sisters are really pissed off about it and feel betrayed. But, um, of course, they forgive her. And they want to continue looking for clues for synergy for some fucking reason that... Like, I don't even know how they realize that they... Oh, yeah, the the fucking hologram initially with the coordinates. I don't know. I don't know. A uh, lot of shit happens here. Like, they go back to... Like, they yeah, the band breaks up and they hate each other. Jerrica goes back to her dad's old house and full-on creeps on a family through the window. I gotta point that out. <laughs> she is staring at a family having dinner or something. It's weird. Uh, and... At some point, they realized that the earrings were the missing piece to Synergy. All along. And Erica had taken them initially because she was like, yo, Jerrica, those are fug as fuck. Right, like, right, right, We need right. to so lock them at up. At the very beginning of the movie, yeah, like, Eric uh, Raymond, I almost, I had to catch myself there, makes a point of taking Jem's earrings and putting them in a safe. And I'm like, oh, okay, Erica knows they're of some significance, because why else would she be putting them in a safe? Um, but no, she just didn't like the earrings. And never wanted Jem to get them yeah. ever again. So rather than throwing them away or something, she's like, no, I'm going to put this with like all of my other most important items in a safe. Right. So they realize where the earrings are, and then Rio's like, we should go get them and break in. And like... Okay, like real talk, how much does Erica Raymond really give a shit? If Jem didn't just approach her and say, can I have my earrings back? They're really important to me. Can I just, I won't ever wear them in public. I'll just, you know, use them in my personal life. You really think Erica would have been like, no? Yeah. Why do you need to break in? Exactly, exactly. Like, I feel like she would have been accommodating. Not I passed experiences with Erica Raymond have shown her to be a little conniving, but generally, like, sane. Uh, right. And I think, like, oh, yeah, remember that thing that you took from me and put in a safe for some reason? Can I have that back, please? <laughs> right? Uh, but anyway, they fucking create, like, a whole ruse or diversion to get into the building. So, that, and... Honestly, at this point, I really miss Synergy's antics. Because if this were the show, exactly. they would have like, turned it into like a fucking woolly mammoth. Yeah. Or, like, a stampede of angry baboons. Right, right. You know? Demon baboons, though. <laughs> There's always a demonic element with Synergy. <laughs> right? Instead, it's just some like... I don't even know. Uh, they got some guy know. named Brad in the mix. Oh, who like, a has a demo that he wants to... You know, right, right. Rio de... Valet of the yeah. Damned. Valet of the Damned. Um, which I thought was a kind right. of a fun name. Yeah, there's like a valet character who appears throughout the movie who's trying to make it big or whatever. And yeah, so they get into the mo- into the building and they also find in the safe a copy of um, Rio's father's will, which they <laughs> assume is going to be important, so they take it. Rio's like, oh, I've never seen this before. It's my dad's will. Like, I'm going to take this too. Which, like, I mean... All right, sure. sure, why not? And then they get out of the building, which is also a whole rigmarole. <laughs> um, yeah, at some point, Brad gets roughed up by Zipper, um, which was fun. I love how, you know, Erica has her goon yeah, who just, right. like, roughs people up for no reason. Right, 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 right. You gotta, you gotta um, have a goon. 
but yeah, they like obviously find out that it's Jerrica and Rio. Um, Jerrica puts her earrings inside of Synergy at some point, and her dad is talking to her in hologram form, basically being like, you have the answers. Like, follow your yeah, heart. Yeah, the friends and... were, were the treasure that you made along the way. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is the big revelation? Okay. Yeah. Like... The whole scavenger hunt was about teaching you lessons and stuff. Uh, it's, like, almost heartfelt for a second, because I guess, like, yeah, her dad is dead, so that would be emotionally impactful. But um, at the end of it, she says, like, oh, okay, now I can fix this. But everything is already fixed because, like, you know, what is there to fix? And this was actually mentioned at GemCon. I forget who did some sort of presentation, which, I mean, yeah. When you say that out loud that you watched a presentation at GemCon <laughs> about the Gem and the Holograms movie, it really makes you reassess your life choices. Anyways, um, someone pointed out that the edit, like, this scene was probably supposed to happen before the conflict resolution with the sisters, because that would be make more sense of, like, what she's fixing. Um, but it also does go from straight to this, like, the confessional cam. So it can almost make it, like, oh, she's fixing all the lies that she made? Yeah, because he makes some big speech about, like, knowing who you are. And at that point, she decides that she's going to reveal who she actually is. But then the um, whole video is deleted. Right, but then she decides, because she's like... You know, videos got me into this mess. Are videos the answer? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the yeah, great yeah. philosophical question. Right, 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 right. It's like, bitch, this whole thing, like, videos and social media got you famous. And that's why you're going to be able to pay your aunt's back rent or whatever. And so social media actually is the answer. That is a very fair point and very true. Um, the, many of the lessons in this film are muddled, and I would say generally <laughs> ineffective. I mean, lies will take you there. That's what Jem is all about. <laughs> they should have just stopped with that one. Exactly. Lies will get you everywhere, <laughs> which is truly the core of Jem and the Holograms. All that bitch does is lie. <laughs> I didn't like how they decided to change that. Just make her, like, you know, a crazy bitch. That's all we want. Yeah, like, like endearingly duplicitous is, like, I think, like, Jem's energy. Like, obviously you hate her, but she's always like, ah, you know, you gotta love me. Exactly. I don't know what they did with this one. Anyways, uh, back to the matter at hand. So we're at Jem's final pop-up concert. And this is where I really got a little fed up with all these fan videos. Because one of them says, your music is the only thing that got me through the last couple of weeks. And I was like, lady, she has two songs. <laughs> if even that. Uh, and then at one point, like I wrote in all caps, not gem inspiring like young black girls. Because I think there's like one like young black girl where I was like, how... Did this Jerrica character really inspire you? I, I felt it was um, not accurate. Yeah, that whole thing is like, bitch, I never want to hear any of their songs ever again. And like I've said earlier, um, this movie makes the show look like a masterpiece. And it makes the music sound like a masterpiece. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay? Like, like, if you gave me a I nightmare, would... <laughs> I would have lived. 
Like a high budge version of Nightmare? I was yearning for a father should be, okay? Wow. Like that body nonsense. Wow, like, that's dark. At least it's funny. It's true. Like at least It's true. It's true. It's pretty fucking funny. I'm like the da 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 It's like, what was anyone thinking I know, there? I know. That is astounding. It's true. That that song is it breaks boundaries. Right. Yeah, of like what you shouldn't do. Exactly. It's like um, a lesson in what should not be done. Yeah, it's like those ham fisted attempts at being inclusive that end up just being more racist than not including the person of that race. Exactly, but in this instance, I think it's like un- unintentionally racist. Like, I don't think it's trying not to be racist. Right, of course. It was the 80s. Um, but um, back in uh, 2015, in this fucking movie, uh, the show goes well, and then we also learn that uh, Rio is actually the owner of Starlight Music because the will says so, and he kind of turns on his mom. Right, so he's, the will basically said he gets control of Starlight whenever he wants it. Yeah, it was very loosely defined. I think like I think the term <laughs> they used was like whenever I'm like ready or something or ever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, how do you like legally determine who's ready? Yeah, yeah. It was just like a personal feeling of readiness. Okay. Uh, and I also just feel like you know, particularly in this moment, I don't know. It was I think it was a weird choice to make Eric and uh, Erica and Rio mother and son because like would a mother really be this much of a bitch to their son right yeah yeah she really hates him and like i hate him too i get, I get it, it i like, get it i get it but like you know still food to your loom or whatever yeah rio has a personality only a mother could love so exactly 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 um so amid all of this um so when Rio declares himself head of Starlight, Zipper immediately becomes Rio's goon. Right, right. It's a, it's uh, a goon <laughs> double cross. <laughs> and anyway, Jem reveals her identity at the concert, but she does it in like the worst way imaginable. She's like, Jem isn't me. Jem is anybody who has anything they want to express and need courage to do so. It's, Anyone with the dream. It's like, shut it's up. It's some real nonsense. Shut up. It's like you're actually not revealing your identity. You're pulling some Spartacus shit of like, Jem is everyone and thus you don't need to know my name. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um... So yeah, I mean, that's a good way, I guess, to make her feel better about lying. Like, oh, I told the truth that it was real to me. Yeah, also, like, there's nothing wrong with having a <laughs> stage name. You know what I mean? No, but I guess she's hiding who she really is. I don't know. But it shouldn't be hard to triangulate. Like, I'm sure people from her small town would be like, oh, yeah, that's clearly Jerrica and her sister. Yeah, exactly. You really think those wigs and that terrible makeup, like, are doing anything? Exactly, exactly. It's almost less believable. It's almost less believable because there isn't a super-powered holographic machine at play. Because right. if Synergy was in the mix, you know, casting those illusions, I would understand. I'm like, oh, okay, people aren't recognizing her because it's a full-on getup. Right. So anyway, we got a Christy Marks cameo at some point. Oh, do point. we? Do we? Oh, is she the yeah, editor of Rolling Lindsay. Stones? 
Yeah, Lindsay Pierce. Lindsay Pierce, Pierce is, is Christy Marks. Nice, nice, nice. I wrote down that Lindsay Pierce is here as the editor of Rolling Stone. Uh, and I guess you're right. It was Christy Marks. Yeah. So Jerrica and Rio kiss, which we all saw coming. And, and yeah, after the credits roll, we get the part that should have been more central to the entire fucking plot. Right. So at the end of the movie, Erica shows up in some crack den where some like predatory <laughs> ladies have been hiding. Cause like, I'm pretty sure Roxy or something hits on her, like great, like rubs her up and is like, you're Yeah, hot. exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's a great scene. It's the only good part of the movie. Um, so yeah, the misfits have been lurking in a fucking meth lab right. and, you know, in an industrial lot somewhere. And Erica goes up to them to kind of bring them back into her fold to, like, rival and bring an end to Jim. And it's revealed that Kesha is pizzazz, which I thought, for the time, perfect casting. Yeah, she's also a terrible, terrible. actress. Let me just say terrible. that. <laughs> I'm not going to say it was good. When I watched it in the theaters, I was so excited because I was like, oh my god, it's Kesha, and she's playing pizzazz. But then when I rewatched it recently, I was like, oh, Kesha, not really bringing any any emotion to it, I see. I think Alaska Thunderfuck would be a good pizzazz. She would make a great pizzazz, actually, you're right. Uh, yeah, she's just, like, she has, a, like, that kind of grating desperation but like she could also like play it up to be like kind of crazy yeah 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 and she has the comedic chops for it like pizzazz has to be funny above all while also being psychotic right i feel like this a gem in the holograms uh spoof would work really well as an acting challenge on rupaul's shits make no sense anyway thousand percent dude i like it seems like it's weird they haven't done it yet. I mean, maybe even among, like, Gen X gays, Gem and the Holograms isn't that well known. Well, there was, um, like, at least on our generation, there was Jizz. And I think Jizz kind of repopularized <laughs> at least what Gem looks like or what Gem is. That's true. Um, in our podcast. Oh, in our podcast, obviously. <laughs> Bringing it to the people. <laughs> Uh, need it. Um, but yeah, I... Yeah. I have nothing else to say about this movie. Yeah, I like, that was truly it awful. Was, it's, who was the worst? Who was the baddest bitch? Oh, oh no, no one. one. No one wins it this time. I'm sorry. I like Maybe the bitch you told them to shut the fuck that up. That homeless lady? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Baddest bitch of the movie. And then the biggest... Oh, weakest bitch... You know, I mean, I want to give it to Jerrica. Of, of Rio course, because... of course. Of, how could you not? How can you not? <laughs> Maybe to everyone, yeah, but like, no. A collective, yeah. collective. So, like, I like a part of me like wants to give it to the director, but I think the director wanted to do something very different, but then kind of got roped into doing like a very studio controlled version of a Gem in the Holograms movie. Yeah, because ultimately it should have been for the adults. Like, it should have been. It should have leaned into the nostalgia. And yeah, it should have, 
you know, had an adult take on it. Like, why make it for children, honestly? Well, like, make it full of drag queens. I've said this from day one. Like, drag queens are the only people who should be in this That movie. is, I mean, 100% accurate. It's true. But there's not, it's not to say you can't make something that's entertaining for adults and kids. Like, think of, like, I feel like the, like, really ideal gem movie would be, like, the level of humor as the Lego movie, uh, and, but with drag queens. Yeah, like live action or I meant to say, oh, I mean, I would like a live action. Animated would be a lot easier, though. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. I, I, um, apparently the director, I think, wanted to make something a little bit more faithful to the original television show. But I could see how, um, you know, the powers that be would want them to do a little bit more, you know, targeted demographic-y. Right. I actually feel like making a gem movie now full of drag queens wouldn't be hard because they've all made themselves known. All the drag queens who like gem have showed up wearing a gem outfit at some point or another. That is true. That is true. I mean, like we have Isis Couture. I'm pretty sure Daya Betty and Kylie Sonique Love. Not that I would want them in the movie. (laughs) Not that I'm casting them. Did Daya Betty do a gem look? Yeah, she did a stinger's look. She did a, um, what's her face? Rapture. Oh, I guess I missed that. That's crazy. Yeah, at some point. I'm pretty sure it was her. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, get it, get it together, people. Get it together. Um, I feel like we have to take it upon ourselves to do it. No one else is doing the Lord's work. Well, aside from the fan movie, which we're reviewing next right. week. Right. Great segue. Um, I love the fan movie. I think the fan movie is a masterpiece. I've watched it like four times. Really? I watched it once while I was doing other things. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I can't say that I love it, but I will have an opinion I, about I hope it you will ha- by next week. I hope week. you will have an opinion about it. Uh, I really, Yeah, I'm just saying I really enjoyed it. And it's very... Um, it's very much like making fun of itself in a good way. I thought it was good. Yeah. I mean, it has to. Like, if I were to make... I would honestly write a gem script, and I feel like we maybe should at one Probably point. Probably should. Um, Who else is doing it? But, yeah. I mean, yeah. Aside from the few people who've probably done something like that. But Yeah, aside from that. Like, all the people at Gemcon. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, aside from that, we would make a really good one. I'm just saying. It would be a little bit better. I'm just saying it would probably be a little bit better. <laughs> Um, but anyway, like, stay tuned for the fan movie. It's much better than this Hollywood production, which is shocking. Um, but, you know, that's how the cookie crumbles. Yes, it's also, like, not like... shocking because, like, this movie was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I could fart in a jar and that would stink less than wow, this movie Wow, sick burn, bro. I could give fellatio to someone in a back alley and this would suck that would suck less than this you <laughs> got know. there that almost made sense <laughs> anyway um we've arrived at the end of yet another episode of gem girls podcast thank you so much for listening this is our penultimate episode which is crazy to think about but yeah, check us out on social media at Gem Girls Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram and our website, gemgirls.com. Uh, and also make sure to rate us and review us wherever you find podcasts. 
And as Penny Ultimate always says, by five <laughs> stars, we mean, uh, by, no, by re- really leave a review, just, I mean, like, leave a good review with five stars or something. I don't know. I just wanted to say Penny Ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a cool name. Uh, <laughs> That's a pretty good pretty name. Pretty good name. Uh, you said Pen, Pen Ultimate. I had to go there. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, make sure you leave us a review as well. And until next time, stay, stay outrageous. Stay outrageous. Bye. Bye-bye.